this morning. How many of you have ever typed out a text or an email message, then forgot to send it? <laughs> Me too. A lot. A lot. And that can be a bad thing, if you will, if the person that you are writing to is expecting an immediate response or answer. But on the other hand, it can be a good thing just in case you have written a hasty response or an angry response or a bitter response. Maybe by the time you remember or you see that you haven't sent that email, it will have given you time to settle down in your spirit, if you will, uh, for your emotions to kind of settle down a bit. And perhaps your response will be a bit differently. The joys and the wonders of technology are great unless you forget to hit send. I absolutely love the book of Isaiah. Some of my favorite verses and some of my favorite words come from Isaiah's book. Words such as, comfort ye, comfort ye, my people. The voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. And our words for today come from Isaiah 61, verses 1 through 4, and then 8 through 11. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me. He has sent me to bring good news to the oppressed, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and release to the prisoners to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to provide for those who mourn in Zion, to give them a garland instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the mantle of praise instead of a faint spirit. They will be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord to display his glory. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the, ruin, the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully give them their recompense, and I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants shall be known among the nations and their offspring among the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge that they are a people whom the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My whole being shall exult in my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness 
as a bridegroom decks himself with a garland, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. For as the earth brings forth its shoots, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all the nations. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his word. Let us pray. Almighty God, we thank you for your words found here in Isaiah. And Lord, although they were written and spoken to a time and a place far away from where we are, our hearts and our ears resonate, Lord, when we hear these words. So may they settle in our hearts so that we may draw upon their strength in the days to come. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Isaiah, even though he was light years away from any kind of technology, was sending a message to the Jews, a message from God to his people. Isaiah said, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me. God says, here is my servant whom I uphold. My chosen, in whom my soul delights, I have put my spirit upon him. Now, if you went forward to Luke's gospel, you would recognize that these words from Isaiah were the very words that Jesus read from the scroll in his home church. Words that once he finished reading and said that that had been fulfilled in their presence, almost got him killed. But Isaiah continues, God has sent me to bring a message, a message of good news. Now, the context of our scripture this morning is the aftermath of the exile and the beginning of the restoration of God's people. It is a message to a broken-hearted, depressed people. And the similarities of the original context, and perhaps in a way our own context today, can't help but be noted. We too are a people who are trying to return to some semblance of normalcy in our everyday lives. We have been shut off from our regular world, our regular activities, our regular places, our regular people. We are a divided people this morning. And we are a divided nation. Disappointment and disillusionment are literally woven in and out of the fabric of our land. Isaiah spoke in his book 
of systematic change and of transformation. And according to the prophet, God will bring about that systematic transformation as an everlasting covenant. Words for his people of that day and his people of today. Isaiah's words offer hope and restoration, confirming yet again that God is the Lord of all time and all places. Isaiah guarantees the Jews and us that God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all nations. So I have to ask a question this morning. Isaiah knew that the Spirit of the Lord was indeed upon him. When Jesus read in the temple, he knew that the Spirit of the Lord was upon him as well. Is the Spirit of the Lord God upon us this morning? Or was that same spirit simply reserved for Isaiah and his son Jesus Christ? You see, Isaiah was called, set apart, not only to prophesy to God's people, but to comfort God's people. And aren't we, through our acceptance of Jesus Christ and our baptism as a sign of that, called and set apart to do the very same thing? We, too, are called to be an influence in the world. We are called to be a light in the darkness as we listen, as we learn, and as we continue to grow closer to Jesus through our relationship with him. We have all the wisdom and the love that comes to us through that relationship with Jesus and the gift of the Holy Spirit. But sometimes, just like with an email or a text, we forget to hit our own sin buttons. We forget that we are called to go out into the world, to be sent into the world to reach those who continue to live in darkness. Those who need that light of Jesus Christ in their own hearts. Just as Isaiah was sent to the people of Israel. We have been sent out into our world to bind up, to proclaim, to comfort, to provide for our brothers and sisters in the world. We, too, are those oaks of righteousness planted by the Lord to glorify himself. The Jews could be comforted 
And they could rejoice because they knew their God. A God who had been with them from day one. Who had been with them through everything. Every trial, every celebration. They knew him as a God who kept the promises that he made. And we too can rejoice and be comforted for those very same reasons. And today we have the added benefit of the gift of the Holy Spirit that resides in us. And through that knowledge and with Christ's love in our hearts, we too can go out into the world. So if you take absolutely nothing away from our service this day, I pray that you will remember this. Hit your sin button. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. As we close, I offer again these words from the prophet Isaiah. They are words that I heard many times and I finally answered when I answered my call to ministry. The words come from Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? And I said, Here I am, Lord. Send me. Amen. And amen.